I've decided to start my podcast with three highs or three things that I'm grateful for from my day. Starting off strong, I'm grateful to be back recording a podcast. We'll get into the details later as to why I've been absent and unable to get content out to you guys. Um, But that's my first high. My second is I took an exam today. So, backstory, the exam was supposed to be 50 minutes long, but they gave us two hours to complete it because, you know, some people work a little bit slower than others, including myself, but it ended up being that every single person stayed until the time was up, basically, like, people started leaving with 10 minutes left on the clock, and so that was a bit frustrating, however, I felt really good about the test. And I'm just proud of myself. Like, I was really confident going into it. And usually, you know, when that happens, I feel like I leave the test feeling as though I didn't do well. Um, But that was not the case today. So that was definitely a positive. And third, I'd say I've just been feeling like I've gotten really close to my classmates. It's really cool because I'm at a point... Um in my academic career that now my classmates were all doing the same classes. So I have four classes on certain days and it will literally be like a good 30 to 40 people that, you know, continue with me to each class. And so, excuse me, it's just really cool getting close to my classmates. Like, we're, we're really doing it. We're really trying to be engineers all together. And it's nice because you get to complain about the struggles. You get to complain about the good things all together. It's just a huge support system. And the people are so awesome. Honestly, most of the closest people that I work with are actually a lot older than me. And I enjoy it so much. Um, a lot of them are like in their 30s. And it's just, it's really fun. I don't know. Anyways. Those were my three highs of the day. Now let's get into today's episode, which is creating goals and habits for yourself. This summer, going back, I had created a lot of really, really awesome habits. And I, you know, I formed those habits by creating goals for myself, like you know, being the healthiest version of myself. And that started with, I got into a routine of working out consistently. I was in the gym four to five days a week. I was feeling really good. I knew it was something that really helped with my anxiety. And so I I got that down. Then I moved on to, you know, eating right. I have always felt like I've, you know, had a pretty good relationship with food. Um, Now that I'm older, I really do enjoy my fruits and vegetables. Now, mind you, I do like to eat, you know, my junk food here and there. But I feel like I was just getting really consistent with, you know, meal prepping and eating really healthy. And when you start, you know, cutting out sugar, you don't crave it anymore. It's it's weird. Like you crave it for the first week when you cut it out, but then it you just don't even think about it anymore and i got to that point and honestly i just felt so good, so good like i had so much energy all the time and a big part of that too i think was cutting out caffeine which i've been caffeine 
And when I say caffeine, I mean coffee and energy drinks. I still drink matcha and I still drink tea, but there's not nearly as much caffeine as a Red Bull in those. Um, And I definitely think that's helped a lot. I was practicing being really mindful with myself, um, doing lots of tarot readings, journaling, and a lot of, you know, being able to do this came with having the time and being in a great environment. It was summertime. The weather was nice. Um, I was at home and I love being home. I was in a very comfortable, safe place. And so creating goals and then reaching those goals through habit forming was very easy for me. And I'm saying this because I've said this in the past. Life is a roller coaster. We have really good highs and we also have really, really low shitty points in life. And that happened to me. Um, I came back in September, started school. It was good for, you know, the first two weeks maybe. And then the stress. Honestly, the first week was very stressful. So I'm in my junior year of engineering I'm on a five-year track, so this is my fourth year, but I'm taking my junior-level classes, and these are known to be the hardest classes you'll take. Junior year is kind of like the hell year. I feel like that's kind of also true for, like, high school. I don't know. There's something about it where you've been going for, you know, two years. In my case, it's been three years, and you're really close to the end, but you're kind of running out of steam, and so staying motivated is really hard. I was taking four courses and one of them at the university I'm at is known as being literal hell in a class. Um, And it was, it it truly was. I did not know what I was in for. I'm thankful to have made it through it. However, all those good things that I had, all those good habits I had formed just went to shit completely. I didn't go to the gym for three months, the whole term. I wasn't meal prepping, wasn't really eating great. I was just trying to get by at that point. Was not, you know, taking care of my mental health. Um, you know, not doing the things that I know help with my anxiety and stress, like working out and journaling and, you know, going to do things that aren't school related. My life became solely school and that was it. Like when I tell you every single day I was grinding, uh, that's not a joke. The weekends, I was in the library for four to six hours, Saturday, Sunday. And then the during the whole school week, you know, I'm at school doing my classes. I come home, do my homework, try to get some food and then I go to sleep. It was a very, very hard time for me. My, I just felt like I was losing contact with my family, with my friends, and not because I wanted to. It was because I literally had no time to reach out. And when I did have a little bit of time for myself, I was not about to spend it, you know, calling somebody to catch up. Like, I was spending it to try to, like, mend the way I was feeling and, you know, cope with the depression and anxiety that was just filling me up. 
it caused a lot of issues um, in some of my relationships. And it was it was just really hard to go through that. Once again, I knew I was struggling and I reached out, but it wasn't it wasn't quick enough. Had I, you know, as soon as I got that feeling of like, oh, I am not doing well. We all know that in ourselves. We all know when we're doing really good. And we all know when like we're like, oh crap. Like, this is going downhill. I should probably reach out for help. I didn't do that. I wasn't quick enough to do that. And so it was a really, really tough three months, especially the last three weeks of it. Oh my goodness. Was that hard? <laughs> but anyways, that kind of explains why I, you know, haven't been on here and haven't been able to talk to you guys. I really did want to. There were so many things I wanted to do that I literally could not. And it 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 got to a point that it was really hard for me because obviously the bigger goal here is graduating to have a really good job that is going to support me and you know I'm working so hard for something and it will eventually pay off, but it's really hard sometimes to think about that when you're in the moment and you're just feeling how shitty the experience is. Like, you're just like, I don't even want to do this anymore. The amount of times I thought to myself, I want to drop out. I don't want to do this. I'm so over it. I just literally want to stop, give up, and crawl into a ball and just lay there for a couple weeks. Um, That was me. And I'm saying this because when you start creating goals and habits for yourself, this oftentimes can happen where you just, you know, want to give up, but you have to be patient with yourself. And as hard as it is to think big picture, you, you have to do it. And it got to a point for me that, you know, by the end, I was trying to do some good positive self-talk like, Emily, you're doing things that a lot of people on this earth can't do. You're solving problems in your courses that nobody even can fathom, like a small percentage of people can fathom how to do it. Like you got to give yourself a break. And that's kind of, I think, how I made it through. To be honest with you, looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's like crazy that I did that and I was okay. But here I am now you know being able to process it a lot better and coming on here to talk to you guys about it because I know I'm not the only one that goes through these really good highs and the really crappy lows um it's just life it's just life can suck sometimes and that's okay um with social media it can be really hard at times um to want to do things for yourself when it comes to creating goals and habits like you see on tiktok so many of these girls go through their like routines and what they do every day and all these things you know that they do for themselves like doing their guashas and you know um taking 10 minutes in the morning to read a book or meditate or you know meal prepping getting in an hour workout this can be really tricky because You have to create things for yourself because you want to, not because you want to be like someone else or impress other people. Um, 
because in in the end it's not going to work out if you're not truly doing it for yourself because you want to better yourself or improve a certain aspect of your life if that makes sense like we have to be conscious and social media is a really great tool to inspire you you know to think about making changes like that but it you don't want to do it if it's just because other people are doing it it took me a really long time to realize that life just isn't a competition and I catch myself scrolling on Instagram a lot and comparing and I'm just like why am I doing this? Like, this is so stupid. I really limit my amount of scrolls on Instagram, especially because the Instagram people I've, you know, they're people I know. Most of the people I follow on Instagram, like, at some point I've known them in my life or they're still in my life. And it's really hard not to compare. Like, let's let's be real. And this just doesn't really make you feel good about yourself. And everybody is in different points of their life and doing different things. And no one can be on the same path. Like, that's just not realistic at all. And so try to stray away from, you know, look at us, looking at somebody else's life and all the things that they're doing or accomplishing because you don't know actually what they're going through behind that screen. And they don't know what you're going through behind that screen. And it's not a competition. It really is not. Just remember, like, you got to do the things that you want to do for yourself and for no one else. Um, uh, let me, sorry, sorry, having a, having a little blockage. Let me see, let me see, let me see. Okay, here's something I wanted to bring up when it comes to habits. I'm in college, obviously, and drinking is a huge part of college, or so people think it is. I, on the other hand, just have a very different opinion than other people on drinking, I think, or at least the people that, you know, I talk to or hang out with. The age that I'm at it's just not really something I enjoy anymore. Now, drinking on occasion and not to like get super messed up and blacked out, I can do that every once in a while. Um, my roommates and I, we like to just have a glass of wine here and there. Not go crazy, just enjoy a little glass of wine, watch a movie or watch a show together. I really enjoy that. On the weekends, if I do choose to drink, I now just limit the amount I drink because here's the here's the kicker for me. Alcohol makes me so anxious the next day. It's actually insane when I drink a lot is what I'm saying. I think it was last weekend. I had not gone out in a very long time. You will rarely see me on the streets, at the bars, rarely. But we decided, you know what? We haven't gone out in a while. We haven't seen people. Let's just do it. And we were having so much fun. And, you know, I drank a little more than usual, right? It doesn't take me very much, you know, to feel a little funky. 
but I overdid it a little bit. The next day, boy, did I wish I had not had that much to drink. I couldn't do anything the whole day. I, it took all of me to get out of bed, to get food. I just felt so sick. Um, the anxiety was high. The stress was high. And the whole time I was just like, why did I do that? And I hate having that feeling because I know that I can drink and have a good time and wake up the next day and not have the feeling of like, wow, why did I overdo it like that? Um, so that sucked. And in college, getting shit-faced has honestly become such a normal thing. And I don't, I genuinely do not understand how people can do it. I know people who can drink Thursday through Sunday, and I mean drink, drink, and just somehow be okay, or at least come off as they're okay. I can't do it. It's never been my thing. And no, like... Sometimes I get the vibe from people when I don't want to drink or like when I'm out, they're like, oh, why aren't you drinking more? Like this judgment. And I just never feel like I'm in a place to judge other people, especially on whether or not they're choosing to drink alcohol. Like, why do you care? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure a lot of other people have this too, but I'm never going to judge somebody on whether or not they choose to go out sober. If you can go out and not have a single drink and have a shit ton of fun, why would I why would I question you? And vice versa, like why would you question me and the way I'm choosing to have fun? It just doesn't really make sense to me and I feel like this idea around college of just drinking every weekend is very toxic because for many of us alcohol does not go well and becoming conscious of that is trust me a very good thing and will save you from a lot of pain physically and mentally i just wanted to put that out there if you're a girl like me who you know likes a little mocktail maybe right right the best solution for, you know, when someone comes up to you and they say, hey, you want to go out this Friday night? You know what I found the best solution to be? No. Literally saying no. You don't really want to go out in the first place. And even though others, you know, are doing that, you shouldn't feel obligated to do that. Because... If you do end up doing that, you probably will be thinking the whole time, why did I choose to go out? This is not what I wanted to be doing. This is not a part of, you know, the habits or, you know, goals I'm making for myself to, like, get shit done over the weekend. And I know that if I drink, I won't get the things done that I need to get done. Like, just say no. Looking at it from the other side... Um, if you ask somebody, hey, you want to go do, do this or that, whether it be going out drinking, whether it be, you know, going out to this dinner or whatever, and they say no, be okay with that. 
don't ask for an explanation. Being questioned when you tell someone no is probably one of the most frustrating things, or at least for me, I cannot stand it. I don't feel I have the right when somebody tells me no to question them or make them explain to me why they don't want to do something because no is no. And I, for one, hate when people are like, well, why don't you want to go do that? You're being lame. Why don't you want to go do that? Because I don't want to do it. Okay. Maybe I, you know, want to wake up early and go on a hike or wake up early and go get my shopping done. And I know that going and doing this activity with you is not going to set me up for success the next day. And for you to question me on that is really actually going to piss me off. And it's going to make me say no even more. I'm at a point where I used to get guilted into, guilt tripped into doing a lot of things that I didn't want to do. And I just don't have the energy for that anymore. Now, I get it if, you know, your friends say ask you to do something and you, you know, you haven't been doing a lot of things with them and they're like, hey, like, okay, well, I just want to like make sure you're doing okay. I just want to see like if hanging out will help you, blah, blah, blah. That's a little bit different, you know, because they're, they're doing it out of care. But I'm saying when people, you know exactly what I'm saying when people say to you like, oh, you want to go do this? No. Well, why? Well, why? Why wouldn't you want to go do that? That's stupid you that you wouldn't want to go do that. That's what I'm talking about. And that's what is super frustrating to me. So when people tell you no, don't question them. Because if you don't like being questioned when you say no, you you got to be, you got to reciprocate that. You know what I'm saying? This leads me to when you set these good healthy habits for yourself and people question you. It can make it very hard to stick to them. Like when you get guilt tripped into doing something and then you you don't you aren't able to get the thing you wanted to get done the next day. I became very much aware of this because my boyfriend, for example, is a very driven person and does so much so effortlessly. I'm jealous. Like I'm so jealous. This man's he, oh my goodness, it's as, it's as though his battery charge just never disappears. It's actually insane. Like, I wish I could do that. But before, for me, it was sometimes hard for me to understand, you know, why he was doing all these things like working out twice a day and you know, eating, eating certain things and wanting to go to bed at this, this time and blah, 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 blah. These were habits that he had created for himself that I was questioning and at times getting upset about. But if I were to put myself in his shoes and I do now, when I now have these really good habits that I make for myself, if I had people questioning them, that would also really upset me and honestly, there's a good chance I don't follow through with them. And that's just not cool. 
you want to support the people you love, the people that you care about. And when you can see they're making conscious changes in their lives to do the things that they want to accomplish, you have to support it. You just, you just have to, because you would want them to do the same for you. And, you know, this took me a little while to understand fully. And especially now that I've, you know, really wanted to take my health into my own hands and do all that I can to be the best version of myself. It makes a lot more sense to me now. And being questioned just doesn't feel great. I I know a lot of people, for example, who in college, you know, they make a lot of these changes and they go home and their families, you know, sometimes kind of bag on them. Like I've literally heard stories of families bagging on people who come home from college and, you know, they're eating super well and going to the gym a lot. Like, why would you bag on someone for that when they're, you can see they're just doing so much good for themselves and they feel good and they're happy. And then you doing that, just, you can see it wash out of their face, just like defeated. And I think we've all felt like this at times, you know, when you're really happy about something or something that you've accomplished and people kind of just, eh, like kind of acknowledge it, but not really. Like, that's just a really shitty feeling. And we just have to be conscious about that when, you know, we're seeing the people that around us who are, you know, doing things that maybe we don't agree with, but hey, not our life, not our path. We just support and encourage. How about that? How about that? Um, okay, another... Uh, uh, uh. I'm, I'm, I made a really good, so I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and cause I've been having these before I wasn't biking to school. So I was walking quite a ways. And so I'd throw on a podcast every morning. And so it just really got my ideas flowing. And I love it because as I walk, I just, you know, type in my notes, all these little things that I want to talk about. Um, and so trying to like find where I'm at in them is, it's hard sometimes. But I'm down to the point where how do we, you know, start thinking about and creating these goals and habits for the things that we want to change in our lives? Start with one thing and, you know, don't try to, it can be overwhelming if you try to, you know, start making a ton of changes all at the same time. And it can be really hard to be successful with that. As I stated and talked about before, the first thing I started with was, you know, getting a good gym routine. I know that working out is something that really helps me. And so I started with that, got consistent with it, and didn't move on to creating a new habit until that was fully implemented and I felt good about it and I felt ready to take on something else. It It's just really hard when, say, you want to wish all your face in the morning, you want to read 10 minutes, you want to drink a cup of tea. Like, ah, that's a lot. And if you don't get all of them done, it can make you feel bad about yourself or whatever. And you just want to start small and work your way up. Um, 
as I was saying, if you are somebody that does struggle with anxiety or depression or, you know, any sort of mental health issue and you're looking to start with something, you know, smaller-ish, food has a lot to do with the way our bodies feel. Your food is your fuel. I'm speaking out of just my experience with changing my diet, but it seriously has altered my energy and my mood by, first of all, also getting good sleep. I can't, I could go on a whole tangent about why sleep is so important for you, especially at my age of 21. Like, it is just insanely important to get a good eight hours every night, but we're not going to do that. All I'm saying is, if you're looking for something do a little bit a bit of your own research into, you know, foods that are going to make you feel really good, energized. I myself personally have always struggled with gluten. I've known it I figured it out probably junior year of high school that gluten just really does me dirty. Now, I still do eat it. I eat sourdough bread and, you know, I'll eat a cookie here and there, but I really do try to limit the amount that I eat. And it seriously has helped me so much, especially when I cut it out cold turkey. I I need to do that again. But, you know, we're taking one thing at a time, like I said. But just do your own research because there are a lot of things out there and a lot of resources. And I, you know, didn't really know about a lot of things until I did a good goo. I don't know why my mic or my thing just stopped recording, but sorry about that. As I was saying, or at least I think I was saying, I I don't really know when it hit stop for me. I've been the ghost in the room. But writing your goals down is another great way to put them to work and get them and get them going in action. <laughs> it's it's 10:20 and I took a 2-hour exam. Sorry if I'm not really making sense. Anywho, is writing them in your planner is a great thing to do as a reminder. Writing them on a sticky note and putting it on your mirror is another great thing. Um when one of my goals a while ago was actually to implement one day of the week one day out of the week where I do a couple self-care things for myself (laughs) that's what self-care is (laughs) so what I did for that is at the beginning of each week I would pick the day that I wanted to do those things my forms of self-care are journaling um, watching an episode of Grey's reading my book right now I'm reading Harry Potter in the Chamber of Secrets Um, so I'd pick out that day if I knew people liked to hang out with me that day or whatever, I would let them know, like, hey, I'm not going to be available this day. Um, I got my own thing going on. And I would just make sure that I set the time aside to form that habit for myself. Because every time I did it, it felt so good. And I just felt 
like I was able to decompress and let go of some stress and it was great. I need to I need to start that back up again, honestly. Now that I'm thinking about it. Um with that, you know, create the plan. If you get what I'm saying. Whether it be a daily habit that you want to start, like waking up before 10 a.m. every day. Um, when you go to, you know, start these habits, you have to keep a good, healthy perspective. We are human. We are not perfect. We are prone to mess up. It's just the way we are. And you cannot beat yourself up over, you know, forgetting to do that habit. Um, this can be really hard. I totally understand that. Trust me, I've been there where I'm like, ugh, like, I'm, I'm mad at you and myself. Um, why can't you just, you know, do that? Why can't you just stick to it? I totally get that. But you just have to be kind to yourself because also look at what you're doing. You're, you're trying to do something that you know is going to be super beneficial and make you feel really good. And so, you know, think about a professional athlete, for instance, how many times, okay, my dad used to say this, how many times, you know, professional athletes in the gym and they miss a shot. They're still a professional athlete. They're still an amazing player and they still mess up. They still, you know, encounter failure and that's okay. It's whether you, you know, look at that failure as a learning tool and get past it or, you know, let it, let it bring you down. And if it does bring you down, that's okay. You'll come back to it when you're ready and that's fine. But just, just be kind to yourself. Trust me, I have not always been the kindest person to myself. I was the queen of negative self-talk for a very long time. It still happens every once in a while. But as soon as you have those negative thoughts, you know, recognize them and say, you know what? No, we're not doing this. You're a queen. You're a boss ass bitch. We're not doing this right now. Okay? Okay. Um, also like we were kind of discussing before, when you're going to, you know, make changes and create new habits for yourself, don't let the people around you influence your decision. And, you know, stay true to you as hard as that can be. And don't let other people bring you down when you're, when you're trying to change something for the better in your life. And honestly, if somebody's dragging you down that much, maybe question if you really want them in your life at all. You know what I'm saying? You know, don't, I'm not saying like, cut everyone out, cover everyone out that doesn't support you. But mm, maybe if it's to a certain extent, I don't know. I just, when I can tell, like my friends are really in this, you know, mode of like, wanting to do things to really help themselves and help their mental health. Like, I'm all there to support it. I don't want to be dragging anybody down because I don't want people to be doing that to me. So, as they taught us in school, treat others the way you want to be treated. Period. 
if you don't feel like you have the time or energy to make changes, don't. It's that simple. Just, just simply do not. Because the right time will come for you to form new habits when you're ready. And when you're, you know, you feel like you have the energy to do so. Don't, don't try to force things because you'll just end up getting very frustrated if it's not even something you wanted to do in the first place. But also know that difference of, you know, when you know that you're ready and it's just hard to get yourself going, like push yourself to take that first step when you know that you, when you know that you want to make a change in something in your life. Because as soon as you do it, you'll find that it's, it gets easier and easier and easier. As I said before, we are all on different paths. I cannot preach this enough. You should not ever compare yourself to other people because you literally have no idea what's going on in their lives and they have no idea what's going on in yours. And we just got to stop this comparison game. And I preach this so much because it's something I've struggled with for so long and it still happens to me. I literally still have to like get off social media because just see people doing things and I'm like, ah, like I want to be doing that, but I'm just, I'm not there yet and that's okay and my time will come. So we just, we got to stop doing that. Anyways, that's kind of all I have for you guys today. I hope that this information was helpful Honestly, I'm just really grateful to be back on here having a conversation with you guys. And this is something that I've wanted to talk about for a while. And it just feels really good to get it all out, if you know what I'm saying. I've missed just being able to, like, word, sentence, vomit to you guys. And it's been really fun. So, with that, big, big, oh, I did it, guys. I did it with that. So, with that, shit fine. Anyways, big, big love for you guys. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.